Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Thursday the 9th of September. Today, Donald Trump turns to the sweet science of boxing. If you want to watch the Ashes, you better be vaccinated. And the NRL locks in the grand final location. But first... Steph Gilmore's window for surfing immortality opens today, but it won't be easy. Gilmore currently shares the record for most women's surfing world titles with fellow Aussie Lane Beachley with seven. And this year, for the first time in the history of the WSL Championship Tour, the men's and women's world champions will be decided by a one-day winner-takes-all event at Lower Trestles in San Clemente, California. California. The number one ranked surfers, Carissa Moore in the women's draw and Gabriel Medina in the men's, automatically qualify for the best of three title match, while the rest of the top five will have to compete against one another in head-to-head contests for the right to surf off for the title. Gilmore has qualified in fourth position, meaning that she'll have to defeat fifth seed Joanne Defay, then fellow Aussie Sally Fitzgibbon, and then Brazilian Tatiana Weston-Webb for the right to take on Moore to win that record-breaking world title. I don't know, man. That sounds like a lot of work. On the men's side, meanwhile, Medina is the overwhelming favourite to claim his third world title, but Aussie 21-year-old Morgan Sibilic, who qualified as the fifth seed, is hoping to spoil the party by claiming the title in his rookie year on the tour. The waiting period for the Rip Curl WSL final starts today and runs through to the 17th of September. And I love it when we talk surfing, because it gives me a reason to play this. Dude, you get the best barrels ever, dude. Just like, you pull in, and you just get spit right out of them. And you just drop in and just smack the lip. Drop down, snap, and then after that, you just drop in, just ride the barrel and get pitted, so pitted like that. Where is Sydney? That's it, Queensland. Silver Fiji? That's it, Queensland. Where is Bowerville? That's it, Queensland. Queensland's everywhere. And now the NRL Grand Final is in Queensland as well. I'm very pleased to announce today that the Queensland Government has reached agreement with the NRL to host the series of finals and the Grand Final at Suncorp Stadium. Queensland Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk yesterday confirming what I feel like we've all kind of known for months, that Suncorp Stadium in Brisbane will host this year's NRL Grand Final because Sydney is absolutely riddled with COVID. And it's a decision Triple M's Mark Guy fully supports. I suppose the only other option would have been take it over to New Zealand, uh, to Eden Park, and, and give the New Zealanders something they haven't had for a couple of seasons, and that's live rugby league. But I think for everything that the Queenslanders have done for our competition to keep it alive and keep it the way it's been going with 16 teams, logistically what they've done has been enormous. So well done to the Queenslanders in getting Suncorp as the grand final. Well done. The battle for the Ashes is happening on Australian soil this summer and yet Aussie fans might still need to pack their passports. While we're currently seeing both the NRL and AFL Grand Finals move to different venues to ensure fans can actually attend the games, the summer of cricket presents a far greater logistical challenge, with the Ashes series set to move through Queensland, South Australia, Victoria, New South Wales and the ever-accommodating Western Australia. Our hope is, as everyone gets vaccinated, that come the summer uh, we'll all be back to live events and and the Ashes, it just doesn't get any bigger than that. Cricket Australia Chief Executive Nick Hockley speaking to SCN's Jared Waitley yesterday about the possibility of the Ashes becoming the first sporting event in Australia to require fans hold a vaccine passport in order to attend. We obviously want full crowds, we want crowds back. 
um, and enjoying the cricket. But that's, that's something that will that need to be worked through over coming months. We'll take our lead from the health authorities. Presumably, Guy Sebastian won't be able to attend these cricket games. But even if the Novak's no attendance policy is implemented, there is still the very real concern that the best England team might not even get on the plane, with some players threatening to not make the trip if their families aren't able to travel with them. Horse is strong in my family. But former England captain Michael Vaughan seems to think it might not even be worth the Poms making the trip at all. The bowling attack of Australia is better in Australian conditions than England have. So whichever team arrive in Australia, and there will be a team that uh, comes to Australia, I can guarantee you that uh, it's not going to be easy for the England team. We know that the world of boxing can descend into a circus at times, and now one of the biggest clowns is set to jump into the ring. Here's a guy throwing punches, nasty as hell, screaming at everything else when we're talking, and he's walking out, and we're not allowed, you know, the guards are very gentle with him. He's walking out like big high fives, smiling, laughing, like to punch him in the face, I'll tell you. But no, Donald Trump isn't signed up for a fight, although I would imagine there's plenty of people in the queue wanting to take a swing at Donald. No, he has instead signed a contract to commentate former heavyweight champion Evander Holyfield's return to the ring. This Saturday, it's the can't-miss fight of the year. The real deal, Evander Holyfield. The truth is, it's not a game. MMA powerhouse Vitor Belfort. I'm there, protecting my legacy. It all comes down to this. It's going to be a war. Legends 2. This Saturday on pay-per-view. 58-year-old Holyfield has stepped in at short notice to replace Oscar De La Hoya, who has tested positive for COVID-19, and will take on 44-year-old former UFC champion Vitor Belfort. Actually, why don't we get some of Donald's pre-fight takes? Donald, do you think the younger fighter has the advantage? I love the Mexican people in their spirit. Uh, Vitor's from Brazil, but you obviously think he's got a chance. Something extremely rough to Hillary her family. No, he's not fighting Hillary Clinton. He's fighting Evander Holyfield. But regardless, are you excited about the opportunity to commentate live sport? Believe it or not, I watch my words very carefully. There are those that think I'm a very stable genius. Well, this should be fun. Fans can have the pleasure of Trump and his son Donald Trump Jr. calling the four-fight card on Triller this Saturday night for the princely sum of $49.99. What do you have to lose? I'll say it again. What do you have to lose? And that is your fast fun hit of sport for Thursday the 9th of September. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow for your weekending edition of The Scorecard. Listener.